All right. Hey, ladies, I'm Jolene Fisher. Welcome to the No Bad Days Simple Wellness for Women show. I am so excited to be your host of all these shows. This is episode 14 with Lindsay Dawkins, and every episode of the No Bad Days show will give you a view into the life of another woman, her triumphs, her struggles, all the things that she's kind of done and, and learned along the way. And my goal as your host is to bring you relevant topics and things that are encouraging to help uplift your life, especially in times like these, which what we're going through. Um, because, you know, we want all of you to be the hero of your own story. And so by bringing you inspiring stories of other women, I hope that it inspires you to go forth and conquer in your own lives and be the no bad days woman that uh, we are all meant to be, right? <laughs> So today we have Lindsay Dawkins with us and welcome Lindsay to the call. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Lindsay, she's 28 years old. She has three beautiful and wild girls, in her words, <laughs> wild little girls. I don't know their ages. Maybe she'll tell us that. Um, she was actually married in college at the age of 20 and while she was at BSU. So Boise State University, I'm assuming. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Go Broncos. Yeah, go Broncos. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Lindsay graduated from BSU with her degree in health sciences. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And uh, she went on to then work for Kootenai Health for one year as an administrator. And when she was in college, she got pregnant with her first child and graduated in 2013. Um, so you've been married now for nine years. And yes, I have really followed your passion for health and what you and I kind of have the same path. A lot of the um, health sciences degree stuff really gave us the passion for what we do today. And that was a good foundation for us and giving us the knowledge and the science that we have. So I really appreciate the background knowledge you have going into all that you're going to talk about today. But I asked Lindsay to this the Snow Bad Day show because she truly is a survivor of some pretty crazy stuff. So if you read her introduction in the No Bad Days Simple Wellness for Women group, you would see well, all the things that Lindsay has survived. And I'm just going to, uh, maybe I can't even remember what they all are. I have them here. But, um, Sometimes I can't remember all of them. And one more time. Through testing, she was found that she had mycotoxins, which she'll explain what that means later, Lyme's disease, five co-infections, parasites, Epstein-Barr virus, MTHFR, and other genetic issues, allergies, sensitivities, vinyl toxins, gun cleaner toxicity, candida, and a mysterious black necrosis, um, these lesions that were growing in her stomach lining, multiple chemical sensitivities, and mast cell disorder. So needless to say, Lindsay was on her deathbed and not well. And so through the help of natural medicine and all of her doctors, she has since recovered her health. As you can see, she looks beautiful and vibrant today. <laughs> Thank you. So Lindsay is, will do her best to answer the questions, of course, related to her own illnesses and things that she wants to talk about and overcoming what she's overcome. But this video, because we are talking about medical illnesses and issues today, just know that we're, we're both not here to cure, prevent, or treat any of your diseases. And so that if you feel like you resonate with anything that she's talking about today, and it seems to be kind of a fit for what maybe you might be going through, so go see your doctor um, and, you know, take our, what we're saying, uh, obviously to heart to, to like a nudge in the right direction that you maybe need to see somebody. 
And so, but by any means, we are not medical doctors and do not <laughs> want to, uh, we'll just put that disclaimer out there <laughs> before we even get started. Yes. <laughs> Lindsay, why don't you start by telling us a little bit more about um, your background and what led you to really where we are today. Just give us your story. Start okay. So I grew up in Salmon, Idaho, which is a small town in south, um, southeast Idaho. And um, growing up there, I just loved science. I had a passion for chemistry. And so when I went to college, I decided that science would be my background. I really enjoyed the health science part of it as far as um, healthcare being administered to people through hospitals, clinics, um, et cetera. And I really thought, okay, I want to be a nurse. No, I really don't want to be a nurse. Um, I liked doing the administrative part of it. And so um, I graduated from BSU, I was pregnant, I was married, and we moved up to North Idaho. My husband went to school, he went to law school at Gonzaga University, and during that time I had two babies, and then after he graduated I had my third baby. And I would say that um, ever since I was about mm, 18, 19, I had started dealing with health issues, and they were really random, and they didn't really make sense, and um, nobody could diagnose me with anything. So I just dealt with it for years. And the best time that I felt um, was when I was pregnant for some reason, all the hormones were balanced and I just felt best when I was pregnant. My skin would be clear, I would have more energy, everything was great. But when I wasn't pregnant, I would have really bad fatigue and just insomnia. I had tons of body and joint pain issues. I had headaches, I had um, some memory issues that I thought were kind of weird and bizarre for my age. And um, I just kept going to the doctor for years and nobody could really tell me what was going on. They thought I was facing just anxiety and depression and they wanted to put me on medication. And, you know, I thought about it, but it wasn't really um, what I wanted to do with my science background. I knew that my body could do more, but if I needed it, I would do it, but I didn't feel like I needed it yet. So um, after I had my third baby, I faced a lot of challenges. My husband had knee surgery. That was crazy. And then I slit my hand open that year. And then by the end of that year in 2018, I got deathly ill, which was crazy. Um, because I had already been dealing with, um, you know, like I said, the body aches and pains, um, some GI issues, some, some health issues as far as like skin and go, stuff goes. But at the end of 2018, I got super, 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 super sick. And we could not figure out what was going on. And that was, I would say, the beginning of me finding out the truth of what health issues I was actually dealing with. Because for a long time, after getting tons of testing done at the doctor, they could not tell me one thing that was wrong with me. They couldn't explain my random bruising. They couldn't explain, explain my um, weight loss. They couldn't explain anything. And so I would say at the end of 2018, when I became deathly ill, I decided to really start seeking out the truth for my health. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> oh, no, it's good. Um, wow, that is quite the journey because we feel like we should be able to get straight up answers, but sometimes Western medicine doesn't offer all the answers and we have to be our own patient advocate and really go after what we truly believe is best for us and to keep pushing and to keep pushing. So that it that, that's kind of part of the big takeaway from the story is just to, to be your own patient advocate and push for your own healthcare because they're busy and they are, yes and they wanted to help they really did they just didn't have a lot of tools in their toolbox like that's really what it comes down to is that they didn't they hadn't seen a lot of the health issues that I was facing um I'd lost 30 pounds in three weeks 
I could, I lost all my muscle tone. Like I had been working out and I was really muscular and I had lost all my muscle tone overnight. I started having twitch, uh, twitches within my body, intermuscular twitches that I couldn't control. I was having um, tremors in my body. I was losing control of my legs and my arm muscles. I was super tired. And I mean, I could fall asleep at any time of the day, so exhausted. I had such bad brain fog. I couldn't remember anything. Like, are you think you have mom brain? Like, this was horrible. Like, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm having dementia. And then you know you're going crazy. You're like, I'm sick. I know that I'm super sick. And then you go to the doctor and they're like, you're fine. You have anxiety. And I'm like, this is not anxiety. Like I've lost so much weight. I'm super, super sick. Like I don't know who I am. I don't recognize the person in the mirror. My body hurts and it feels like it's shutting down and they just didn't know how to help me. And so, um, that's when we found mold in our house. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So talk, talk to us about your house and, and, uh, what led to the discovery of it and, how you even were led to even think about mold as a potential for all yeah. of this. <laughs> yeah, because even with a health science background, right, you don't always think of, you don't go to directly to mold for health issues, right? And so you look at all the major health issues and cancer and stuff, but you don't think of mold. Well, I had a girlfriend who was actually really, really sick, and they couldn't figure out what's wrong with her. And she was also on her deathbed for about eight months before they found out that she had Lyme disease and mold toxicity. So she had actually been coming to my house when I was going through my health issues and talking to me a lot about mold and how it made her really sick. And so I thought it was interesting. Well, I hadn't cleaned my house for a month. Like I was so sick. That's not who I was. I was like an active mom, super cleaner. I hadn't cleaned it for a month. I had given up. I was so sick. I was so tired. And this was about December 18th of 2018, um, which is crazy. <laughs> I don't think it's that far long ago. And so, um, I decided to clean my bathroom and well, okay, this is what happened. I was actually praying to God and asking God, I was like, tell me what's wrong with me. Please show me what's wrong. Why am I so sick? The doctors can't tell me what's wrong with me. Like you are the, you know, the person that gives me the answers, like tell me what's wrong. And I felt like the Holy Spirit kept telling me to clean my bathroom and clean my bathroom. And I was actually really mad because <laughs> I didn't want to clean my bathroom at all that day. And I did, I cleaned my entire bathroom. And at the end of it, I was cleaning the floors on my hands and knees. And I noticed that the linoleum was pulled up. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And something told me to rip up the linoleum. Well, I did. I just started ripping up all the linoleum in my bathroom and it was covered in black. I mean, black, 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 black mold and like tons of fuzz, like green everywhere, black everywhere. And it, it looks like it's going into the walls. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is mold. <laughs> this yeah. is not like, this. you know, you always hear mold isn't that bad. I'm like, this doesn't look like it's very good. So we called a mold specialist and he was like, you know, my wife is really allergic. He's like, I think you guys should leave the house if your wife is that sick and we'll come test it. So we get it tested and it has super high levels of chitomium mold, really, really high levels. Some of the highest they've seen. Chitomium is like black mold's cousin. It causes oh. a lot of kidney issues, a ton of gut issues. And so um, I had a bunch of aspergillus penicillium. And so this was just an air test that they came and did in the house. So they didn't even test like the actual mold until later and found out how toxic it was this was like just in the air there was that much mold that we were all breathing in and getting sick from and so i called my general practitioner and i was like there's mold in my house like that's what's wrong with me and they said i was crazy um i really was actually labeled psychosomatic that day and so i was crying because i didn't know what to do and my husband was like you got to find someone else you've got to find a new doctor and that's when i found a naturopath in the valley that um she specialized in environmental medicine and I read about like what she taught, like what she did. 
And I called her and I said, look, my name is Lindsay and I'm super sick and I found mold in my house. Like, what do you recommend I do? And she was like immediately helpful, gave me advice on, you know, leaving my house, leaving my stuff behind, trying to figure out, you know, if we can stop the symptoms that are happening right now from mold exposure happening in that second. And I just didn't even know any of that. So she opened up a whole new world of medicine and treatment that I had no idea and understanding. So after I met her, I um, decided I would book an appointment with her and I went in and saw her. It's like a two hour first appointment. And we went over all of my health issues. And it was so amazing because she was the first person to tell me, you're really sick. Like there's something definitely wrong with you and you're really sick and we need to test you and figure out what is wrong. And these are the different types of tests that we could do. And I will say it was about a five to six month period of testing. It was one thing after another. We had to test, you know, parasites. We had to test Lyme. We had to test mycotoxins. Like it just took a long time to get there. But it was the first time I had received answers in, I don't know, like eight years for all my health issues. That is incredible. And so it was a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to move out of your house during that time? I did. So we decided that um, after talking with the people, they had to tear down half of our house. They had to rip it down to the studs on half of the house and rebuild because it was the mold had gone into the walls. I had stacky botrys mold in my washer and my dryer. It had gone out into the um, bedrooms and almost to the living room. So we just decided that even if the house gets remediated, I'll still be really sensitive to the mold that gets left that you have to scrub off. So we moved and bought a new house. We had the house tested before we moved in to make sure the mold was low because everyone deals with mold. It's just high levels are not good for us. Um, and then immediately when I moved, I like I had chronic diarrhea. This sounds horrible and TMI, but I had chronic diarrhea for literally, oh my gosh, like three months, like just chronic, chronic, chronic diarrhea. And I, like I said, lost 30 pounds in three weeks. Well, as soon as we left the house, I stopped losing the weight. I was still very skinny. I was, you know, close to a hundred pounds but um, I had stopped losing weight. And then whenever Brandon, my husband would go to the old house and try and clean stuff to bring it back to our new house that we had bought, um, I would start getting sick again. So we just knew that we couldn't keep anything from our old house. And we actually got rid of over $200,000 worth of, worth of our life <laughs> and started oh, over. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we really started over from scratch and you know, God had to provide, we had nowhere to live. We were homeless. Um, some people from our church took us in for six weeks, which is amazing. We tried to get a house the year before and for three months and we couldn't, but we got one overnight, you know, wow. the next time we tried when we were dealing with this. So God had a plan. We just had to be okay and along for the ride. I remember sitting in the car with my three kids and my husband and just laughing. And they were like, why are y'all laughing? I'm like, because this is so funny. Like we've lost our house. We've lost everything. I'm sick as can be, but God is still here helping us. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow that is an incredible story you just gave me the chills that is so good and it's, it's fun to be on this side of it yeah yeah for sure but to have an immediate sense that you felt better after you moved yeah. out is confirmation too along with the testing yes. having done and see it uh, visibly in your home and know that it's absolutely there and to know okay well uh, and then, so that started a journey of a lot of research for you, didn't it? Yes, it did. So then when you tell someone like me that mold can cause health issues, I'm like, well, how, you know, how does this work? And so I did, I began researching and learning a lot on my own about what they called mycotoxins, which are toxins produced by mold when you breathe them into the body and what they can do and how they can get in the brain and um, the, they can mimic 
um, health issues such as Alzheimer's or dementia, um, people with bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or any other type of behavioral um, health issue can actually be caused by the mold in their body, which changes the chemical imbalances and creates, you know, problems. And so you're going to you're going to be dealing with different health issues. You're going to be dealing with um, different psychiatric issues. So they were, I was reading a lot and I found several studies that showed that when you detox somebody from mycotoxins, from mold toxicity, that um, if they have a health issue, like a behavioral health issue, usually it goes away. So you can get rid of the bipolar or you can get rid of the schizophrenia by detoxing the body. So I had to learn what that meant, you know, true detox. I thought that that was just like drinking certain foods would help detox, but I had to learn that you had to actually detox and sweat these toxins that are in your body out. Yeah. So what did that look like for you? What did, uh, I mean, there's so much to talk about here. Yeah. There's a, there's a huge, like it's just huge thing I could talk about here. So I know. It could be a whole call just on I, I would say like doing this, um, I couldn't do it by myself. I had to have a naturopath and somebody who was very experienced in environmental medicine and understanding she knew how to detox. So for me, that looks like a far infrared sauna, which if any of you don't know what that is, it's a dry sauna with no, um, no, I wanted to say heat, but it has heat <laughs> with no uh, moisture. So if you sit in a sauna with moisture and you have mold in your body, you can actually grow the mold in your body. So you want a dry sauna and you want to sweat it out. So the far infrared sauna penetrates the skin about six centimeters deep and it can get into the cells and regenerate the cells and um, pull the toxins from them and you actually sweat the toxins out through your skin and then while you're doing the fire infrared sauna you also want to take binders um, binders are things such as clay um, or charcoal they pull the parasites or microbes or anything into the charcoal and then you eliminate it naturally and so that was the beginning of my detox and then i had a super super strict and regimented diet like i i had a lot of gut issues. Like I was severely bloated. Like if I could show you pictures, I was a hundred pounds, but my stomach was like huge and we couldn't figure out why. Well, we did some allergy testing and I was allergic to everything that I was eating. And so once I got my allergies figured out, that really helped my diet. Cause then my diet could actually make my body healthier rather than making me more sick. Yeah. Because of the mold toxicity, it probably made you more sensitive to foods you wouldn't normally have been sensitive to. But now, Absolutely. lo and behold, you do. And so is there any going back on that? Like after healing, did allergies get a little bit better or are they now, it is what it is? Um, it just, so I have sensitivities and allergies. Sensitivities are things where you're going to get like bloating, constipation, diarrhea, like body aches and pains, headaches. Allergies is like full anaphylactic shock. You have to go to the hospital. I have about 13 anaphylactic um allergies that I don't think will change so far in the last year. They haven't changed. I have found out through having to go to the emergency room that I am anaphylactic to avocado. So, you know, it can change because our gut and our microbiome is always changing. And I think the healthier I get, it will get a little better with my sensitivities, which I do have about 15 of those, but I don't know about the allergies if that's going to change. But the mold definitely changes your gut because you're breathing all that in. It sits on the lining of your stomach. It definitely changes things. Like my daughter, she's only six, but she was in the house for six years. She was tested and she had over 32 sensitivities. Wow. And she so had zero before, you know, so. Yeah. So it's you interesting. Have, you have three daughters and your husband. I have three so girls. Yeah, my husband. All of them, I mean, besides her, is there any other, is, was yeah. affected by it? 
we were all affected by it, unfortunately. So I actually bought a sauna for my house so that everyone could sit in the sauna and detox and they all are on binders. They all take probiotics like Megaspore, really good probiotics to rebuild that gut health biome. Um, they're all on like medicines like Biocidin, no, it's all natural medicine, Biocidin, uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc. So I just have to really work on boosting their immune systems. I feel like I was the, um, the weakest link in the family, as to say. My immune system has always been the worst. And so I had more health issues than everyone else. Um, my other two girls, they're two and four. Um, they have some sensitivities to like eggs and milk, but it's not too bad. And my husband, he definitely has some allergies and sensitivities as well. So we've all had to completely change our diet. And I cook way different. I eat way different. And um, after a year of doing it, I can say I'm finally getting used to it. <laughs> okay, oh, gosh. Take yeah. us back to a person wanting to buy a home and what you would have done differently had you, now you knowing what you know. Yeah. In buying that old home versus so, what you did differently with the new home. Yeah. So like if you're going to go buy a home for anybody, um, mold can be a huge issue. And it, some people are sensitive to it right away. Some people it takes 10 years, but you should test your home for mold before you buy it. You should get an air quality test to see what mold is in your house and know your levels. Um, that's not to say that you can't change it and we can't decrease the levels, but you should know where you're at. And then I also recommend testing once a year because we had an unknown leak in our house. It was a new home built in 2009 and they had um, not attached the drain pipe to the tub overflow spout. So every time the water was going through there, it was just going down to the floor onto the wood, right? And so it was just a perfect breeding ground for mold. So we can have leaks in our houses and not know it. And so doing the testing once a year, um, at least every 18 months, is a good way to be on top of our health. And it's a lot cheaper than dealing with um, a mold health issue. And how do you find this person that tests this mold? So there's actually a lot. If you Google it, there's a ton of places. Um, I recommend ServPro or EnviroPro. There's better places that are doing it down in like California that where mold is more of like a known health issue. But up here in the inland Northwest, we do have like EnviroPro, ServPro, um, other mold remediation companies. You just want to make sure that they're sending it off to a third party company because some people will test it and say, yeah, you have tons of mold. We have to tear down your house. Make sure before you do that, that you're getting a third party testing. Don't let anyone start tearing down your house. Um, because I have heard of horror stories where you didn't really have that bad of mold. And so, okay. um, but I definitely think EnviroPro or ServPro are really good companies to go to. Okay. So, but anyways, dealing with the mold also led to dealing with my next big health issue, which was Lyme disease. Um, so we found out I had the mold. I did the mycotoxin test. And then we started doing a bunch of other testing. We found I had Epstein-Barr virus. We decided to do a GI map which was a, a map of my entire GI stomach because um, I had had such bad GI issues for so long. And when we did that, we found I had parasites and I'm pretty sure I got them in Mexico a few years ago. <laughs> but so, um, but we all have parasites. It's just kind of a normal thing. But so we decided to get rid of the parasite because it was actually a pretty bad one. And um, I did choose for antibiotics. So my naturopath is great because we can do both conventional medicine and naturopathic medicine, but I really wanted to get rid of the parasites. So I thought, okay, antibiotics. Well, 10 days on the antibiotics, I felt amazing. Like I felt like a whole new person. And then as soon as I got off the antibiotics, I became so sick again. I mean, my seizures came in like full blown. I was having seizure after seizure. My husband would let me drive. I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. My body ached in pain. Like I was having constant night sweats. And like, we want to talk about sweating. Like I just sweat 
everything out of my body. And I went to my naturopath and I said, Hey, you know, I was doing really good on the antibiotics. And now that we're off the antibiotics, I'm really sick. And she recommended I watch a video. And if you guys have never seen it, I recommend all people watch it. It's called under, um, under our skin or under your skin, under our skin, I think. <laughs> and it's on Amazon prime and they have it for free on their website as well. And it just talks about the um, chances of getting Lyme disease from getting bitten by ticks and what the, um, what the symptoms are. So before I even considered having Lyme disease, I watched that video. Well, when I was done watching it with my husband, we were both crying because we both knew that I had Lyme disease. Watching it, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I have. So I went into the naturopath the next day and um, we decided to do a $2,400 test. Ooh. Yeah, that was that was a hard one. That was a hard bolt to bite. But I thank my in-laws because they are financially well off and they help me a lot. Yeah. Ryan at Pondre Vet Clinic, he's awesome. Um, <laughs> but so we did the testing and I thought, okay, maybe I have Lyme disease. Well, we got the results back and I had Lyme disease with five co-infections. And three of them were some of the rarest that you can get. And so it made perfect sense why I was so sick. Like all the rashes. I had rickettsia typhi, rickettsia, rickettsia. They cause all these really bad rashes. I had cat scratch fever. I had mycoplasma pneumoniae, which is a bacteria in your lungs that you just don't ever get rid of. So if I get sick, it's like I have walking pneumonia all the time, which was actually what I just dealt with. <laughs> so um, yeah, it definitely just compromised my immune system. And I learned that I had Lyme disease and um, I had these parasites. I did genetic testing and found out I had MTHFR factor which we don't know what that is. Um, it's a genetic splice where your body doesn't detox um, all the toxins coming into your body like a normal person should. Your liver should detox those, push them out of your body, and you should be good to go. Mine did not, and that's why I had things such as vinyl toxicity and gun cleaner toxicity that you had mentioned. So in our old house that had the mold, my husband had laid vinyl down. He put brand new vinyl flooring, flooring down two years before I had gotten tested for the vinyl toxicity. And then he always cleaned guns, right? Like all the time, like always cleaning guns. I'm constantly around gun cleaner. So when we get back my results, we're like, what? I'm like, I am super sick from vinyl and gun cleaner toxicity. So it was learning like, okay, my body isn't going to detox any toxins in the world that it comes in contact with. So I need to figure out how to make myself detox. And then maybe I wouldn't be as sick. So all of this together was just like, <laughs> yes. Um, so you found out all this within a span of a year, right? Or six Yeah. I found out all of this within a span of probably four or five months. So I would say by May, I had all of my testing done. I mean, we spent so much money. Okay. It was crazy. But you find but it was that right answers. Right. That's yes. so well worth it because the psycho yes. psychosomatic uh, that you were <laughs> being diagnosed as was like, no, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I know something's wrong with me. And, and you were able to find the answer. So we have good, we do have a question for you. Uh, Renee asked, um, did you meet with a naturopath that's local to Spokane area? Yes, I did. And I can tell you her name. Her name is Dr. Julie George. She's at River Creek Wellness and she's just awesome. She listened to me. She believed in my health issues. She believed in my symptoms. She told me I wasn't crazy and she got me results. She found answers. She didn't let me waste my money on all these different tests because I could have wasted tens of thousands of dollars, which I mean, I don't even think maybe altogether we spent 10,000 at the end of it. Um, but she helped with everything. She helped me with exactly which supplements to take, which ones not to take. Because when you start going down this naturopathic road of healing, you can take and spend money on everything, right? 
So it's nice to have someone guide you and tell you what you really need and what you really don't need. So she was a great, um, she was just, she's the best. And I still go to her to this day. Um, what I will say too, after I found out about the Lyme disease and everything that I had, I just couldn't deal with the seizures anymore. I was tired of having seizures. I was really over being as sick as I was. My mom and my aunt had had to come live with me to take care of my kids. And so Dr. George had recommended a treatment called hyperbaric. It's called a um, hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatment. And I did go to Spokane hyperbaric and sat in the big submarine and wore the big tube over my head. And if you look on my Facebook, you can see it. And I did 45 treatments in, a, um, in less than a month. I'd, sometimes I was doing two treatments a day and driving back and forth from Rastrum to Spokane. And it was painful at first because I found out that Lyme is an anaerobic bacteria that means that it doesn't like oxygen. So when you put 100% oxygen through your body and you raise your, your plasma from 2% oxygen to 100% oxygen, you actually can start killing Lyme disease. So it was painful at first. It was hard to do um, just to sit there and watch movies <laughs> and breathe in 100% oxygen. But by the end of it, I was a completely different person. I will say that was one of the best treatments that I did was the hyperbaric chamber because I could walk. I got my, I got my keys back. I didn't have any more seizures and I've never had one since. So, oh, wow. That's yeah. incredible. It is. It was amazing. And I, it was along with the, you know, I did, I still did sauna twice a day. I was doing hyperbaric twice a day. I was doing sauna twice a day. I was juicing, eating all my special meals, taking all my supplements. I mean, I did it letter to the law. Like, <laughs> you wanted I your want, life back. <laughs> I did. I really did want my life back. I really hated seeing all my friends on Facebook having fun and just realizing like, wow, a chronic health issue like this can change everything. But it did give me such a different perspective and an understanding for people dealing with these type of issues and not getting help from conventional medicine because it's really discouraging. Right. Well, we do have another question. Uh, Diane asked, do you have to buy all environmental friendly products in building a home? Oh, that's so wonderful. You asked that. Um, actually, I want to go back to school to get my degree to become a bow biologist, which is where I actually would help people build homes that are completely environmentally friendly and toxic free. So um, in my new house, it is environmentally friendly for the most part. I would say the one thing I still need to get rid of are my cabinets cabinets, off gas, a lot of toxins into the air. And since I have the issue of the genetic um, the detox problem, I just figured we can get rid of the cabinets eventually. But we've gotten rid of all carpet. I have all tile flooring. Um, I keep my vents and everything very, very clean. I clean out my washer all the time. <laughs> just anywhere where mold can grow, I just try to keep that down and at lower levels. And there's definitely products that you can use as far as cleaning products that are healthier for your home and for the environments um, that you're living in, not just for the environment, for your personal environment. And then I also recommend, um, we have an IQ Air in our house. It's an expensive um, air purifier, but it's awesome. It's literally saved me because I can have my safe place where I know I have safe, clean air and it pulls out anything, mold, um, toxins, like anything that's off-gassing, it just pulls it all out, any of the phthalates or the parabens. So um, if you want to really uh, clean your house up, I recommend looking into a bow biologist because they are going to help you a lot with how to deal with or how to have environmentally friendly products in your house. Can you spell that and where they would find that on the internet? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, you're going to kill me. I can't always remember. So it's, I believe it's a European term. Um, Bow is B-A-E-U or B-A-U-E. I can't remember, but I'll have to look oh. it up for you. 
Yeah. So they're, they're an environmental biologist. Okay. I'll look it up and put it in the comments. That sounds or, good. Or you can um, type it in the comments. Later. I will. <laughs> and so I want to go back to school to do that. And it's, it's only a year program. And then I can um, start doing a bunch of other trainings as well. There's only one lady who's a bow biologist down in California in the Western side of the United States. So I could be one of the first in the Pacific Northwest, which is um, what I'd like to do. Cause I really do feel like it's my passion to help people build safe homes, but I think they have to understand the science of what, what's the difference between buying plastic and buying, buying, you know, metal or wood, you know, the wood isn't going to off gas and not going to break down and get into your bloodstream, whereas plastic is going to. Okay. So. That's interesting. Or even in a remodel, like a lot of people oh, are yeah. refinancing their homes right now with interest rates being so low or there a lot of homes are being built. So it's a good time to look into this for people who are wanting to put nice things in their home, especially if they're a, a fairly um, sick person or get are very yes. sensitive to different things. So if you were to um, tell somebody who's having very interesting symptoms like you had, like just very <laughs> crazy, like all over the map symptoms, and you obviously found out you had a lot of, of diagnosed illnesses, um, where would you tell somebody to start who needs to know more answers for their body? I would definitely recommend going to a naturopath. I just feel like they're going to have a different um, view than conventional medicine is going to have. If you've already had your blood work done and you've already had the major testing done and you need more answers, go, go find an environmental naturopath. And I recommend the best test to start out for basic is called a oat test, an organic acid test. And it's going to give you the levels of all the organic acids in your body. And that can tell us how well you're functioning or not functioning. And that's a basic test that um, runs around 200 and then you have to submit to insurance, yada, yada. Um, the only thing that's difficult about a lot of naturopathic medicine is you're going to pay a lot more out of pocket, but generally you're going to have better results and faster results. That's at least what my experience was. I actually spent way more in the emergency room, which I was in there about 15 times last year um, than I did at my naturopath. Right. Wow. <laughs> Ten thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> on testing can easily be spent in copays and. Oh yeah. Yeah. At an emergency room, like no problem. Oh yes. And then they wanted to put me on, I wasn't digest. I wasn't like those necrotic lesions in my gut, by the way, they've disappeared amazingly, which is mm -hmm. awesome. They don't know what they were. Mayo Clinic has never seen them. They've never seen it. They don't know what it is. Um, but they've gone. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just deal with that. Um, sorry, I don't remember what I was saying, but so just a cost and like, Oh, just the cost. Oh, so just that alone, like just doing those alone, it cost me so much money trying to figure that out. And they never got me any answers. And then when I went to Dr. George, you know, it's like, okay, well, if you're dealing with these gut issues and let's focus on X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was, for me, it was a lot better to have somebody help me and almost felt like she held my hand during the process yeah. um, because I needed more I needed more than what they could just give me at that general doctor yeah. well I'm excited to say we're having Dr. Julie George on the no bad day show next week yes. so <laughs> right That's awesome after, yeah right after Lindsay's talk I thought it would be great to have the two go back to back because Dr. George is amazing and she'll give you guys a lot of information so stay tuned to next week's call as well. But um, so Lindsay, talk about where you're at today with your health and what is a daily regimen look like for you now? What do you, 
wake up to starting and how do you end your day with your health? So a lot's happened since last year. Um, I would say about May of last year when the sun started coming out, I felt so much better. I do a lot better in the sun. I love the heat. I actually thrive in it with my illnesses. Like I feel so much better in the heat. So once the summer came and I felt like I was moving forward, I created a new um, schedule for my life. And that involved, you know, exercise, eating healthy, um, taking time for myself, making sure I do my sauna every day and um, just putting me first, which was completely different when I, you know, had three little kids. It was always the kids and my husband first. So this really changed how I approach every day now. So um, now I just have to really focus on keeping my immune system up. Like now I can go out, I can function, I can be around people, I can hike a mountain again but I still have to maintain my health. So a normal day for me is I'm waking up about 5, 5.30 every day. I drink a health smoothie in the morning or I make a juice in the morning and um, I'm making lunch for my kids and we're all taking our supplements. We're all taking our vitamin C. We're all taking our vitamin D. We're all taking our zinc. Um, we're just very regimented on our supplements, on our food and, um, and my exercise. Now I'm actually thanks to you. <laughs> I've been committing to strength training because through all of my health issues, I lost all of my muscle and like my body's shape that I had before. And that was really hard to deal with, was looking in the mirror and realizing like, wow, my body took a really big hit with this illness, but I've been able to start rebuilding it. And so that's been exciting for me, incorporating working out into my routine and not just like cardio, but actual weightlifting and being able to have the strength and endurance to do it. So a normal day for me is just maintaining my health and living my life to the fullest because going through that, um, I, I can say, I, can, I know what it's like to be trapped in your own body and be sick. And so now I'm going to have the most fun I can. <laughs> oh, here's my baby. Have a visitor. <laughs> oh, she's a mess. She was at grandma's house. So please forgive me. But so, yeah, this is Isabella. She's two and a half. And... Yeah, so that's really a normal day. Now I get to go back to being a mom. Before, um, you know, I didn't take care of the kids. I didn't bathe them. I didn't clothe them. I didn't feed them. Nothing. My mom and my aunt did it all. So for me, I felt like I had my freedom back and my health back. And I just want to maintain that. I want to keep, keep up on doing that. And I think it's going to be a lifelong thing. And it's, um, it's changed who I am for forever. And so I just, my big thing is to tell other people that you're not stuck where you're at now but that it does take time and you're going to have to work really hard, but you'll get there. So. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. <laughs> do you find that you sleep well at night too, or is, was that a problem for you? Um, that was a problem for me. I was getting insomnia and then I also like, I, it was crazy. My husband hated sleeping next to me. He finally had to leave because I just would, I would sweat so much. I mean, I would sweat the entire bed. And when I was really detoxing and I was getting rid of those mycotoxins, I changed the color of everything. My towels were black. My sheets turned black. I mean, I had to buy a specific bed because my doctor told me that all of these toxins are going to go into your bed. And so you have to get rid of the bed after like a year of detox, right? So now I have to go buy another new bed. But it's like, it was disgusting because I was just sweating every night. Every, no one could be around me. I think for like six or seven months. Now it's, it's kind of hit or miss if I still sweat like that. Um, it, that usually means that my body's fighting something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so my sleep, 
It was, it was really off. I was up in the middle of the night. I'd sleep during the day. I just had no, no pattern or schedule at all. And so now I can sleep again and I feel great. But if I don't sleep, that's really hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. You should see my, I, everyone can only see Lindsay's face while she's saying that. I'm just like, <laughs> drop. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine, but you were so full of black mold and just how that showed up and like truly showed up in your towels and in your bedding. That's Oh yeah. It's crazy. And I can, if you guys go on my Instagram or you go on my Facebook, um, I, I, li I love sharing it. It's probably like the coolest thing to me. I'll sit in there and I'll sweat and I'll be like, here's my dirty gray black towel and here's my white towel. And this is just from sitting in a sauna. <laughs> wow. So tell us what sauna you're using. What's the brand name on it? So I use um, a sauna ray sauna. I think they're one of the best there from Canada. They use basswood. They have no glues. They have low EMFs. EMFs are, you know, like, you know, the stuff that we don't want in our body. And, um, it, it just is like the bet for me, it's the best sauna. I really like it. It goes up to 130 degrees. I sit in it from about 100 to 130 and I just sweat it out. I try and do it every day. And it's a two person sauna, which is nice. So I put my kids in there with me. My husband can go in there. Um, I think it's just one of the best saunas. Like that's what my doctor uses in her office is a sauna ray. So, okay. Yeah. I used to have my office at Dr. George's office. And so I'd yeah. see that sauna all the time. And then I met you and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sold. I need to buy a sauna for my house because I haven't yeah. used a sauna. It's not the moisture ones. They're really, it's a dry sauna, but you're sharing it with a lot of other people. <laughs> That's the hard part is you are sharing it with a lot of other people. And then for me personally, I can get in it at nine o'clock at night or I can get in it in the morning, just whenever it's convenient. Um, it was way too hard to try and make it somewhere to get in all the time. And then I had five people I had to detox. So I was like, and then I knew that for the rest of my life, I was never going to detox. So I'm like, all right, well, let's just buy the sauna. <laughs> exactly. Um, gosh. So when you get out of a sauna, do you need to shower right away? So I definitely do. Um, so as soon as you're done sweating, like see, when you're in the sauna, you need to be absorbing the sweat the whole time because that sweat will go right back into your skin. And that sweat actually is what's holding all of those toxins that we're trying to get rid of. So you have to constantly be wiping down while you're in the sauna. And then when you get out, you need to, if you're not going to take a shower right away, you need to at least wipe off with like wipes or something that's going to really get the junk off of your skin. Cause you just work really hard sweating it out. You don't want to soak it back up. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Okay. Good advice. Um, take us back to the Lyme disease and this is, I want Julie George to talk a lot about this too in her talk, but she can uh, because she's seen a lot of it in this area that's which, the scary thing mm -hmm. she was told when she like was moved here that you know there's no mold or lyme disease up here and i did work for her for a short time and um mostly everyone had mold and lyme wow yeah a lot of health issues are caused by lyme disease or mold disease lyme disease is a great mimicker is what they call it because it can mimic you know dementia lou gehrig's disease parkinson's disease alzheimer's disease when really you have a spirochete, which is a spiral bacteria that can drill into your brain and your heart and all kinds of areas, drill into your bones and cause osteoporosis, drill into your heart and cause heart, attack, heart attacks. Like it's, it's the craziest, in my opinion, one of the craziest bacteria ever because of what it can do. And, and how so, do you contract a line? 
So I was bit by a tick, but you can get bit by a deer fly and those that are carrying ticks or mosquitoes that have also been bit animals such as deer that have Lyme disease. And um, you can also get it from partner to partner, sexually transmitted because it's a spirochete just like syphilis. And then it's also transferred from mother to child in the womb. So they found that many women with miscarriages um, that had Lyme disease, there was actually the Lyme bacteria in the placenta. So it's not a really good one. And, and honestly, it's in every single state in almost every country around the world. It's, it's definitely become a, a worldwide disease that they don't really talk about. The CDC doesn't claim that Lyme disease can go on longer than a month. They say a month of antibiotics and you're good. And through my experience, it's much, much different. Um, I guess I didn't say that. I also did an herbal tincture with my Lyme disease to attack it that Dr. George created for me. And that was one of the best ones. I tried the antibiotics for two months and it, it wrecked me. I, there's no way I could have kept going with the antibiotics. And so I was really thankful for the herbals and I felt like they helped a lot. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's incredible. Huh. Um, I had another gal on the show earlier, a, a couple of weeks ago, Kelsey McHenry, whose daughter had Lyme disease and they mm -hmm. spent a year trying to figure out what it was and were eventually led to a doctor here in Spokane that diagnosed her. and it explained everything. And within a few months, she was finally normal again, feeling. Oh, I love hearing the, the normal part. I like hearing when people can come back from it because mm -hmm. when you're in it, it's, you're really lost and it feels really lonely. Yeah. So you said, you mentioned a $2,400 test to test for Lyme disease. Tell us yes. about that because you can't just, can you just not get a blood test and oh, okay, yes, you have Lyme disease. How does that work? So you can get a blood test through your general practitioner. It's called the ELISA test and it's only 30% accurate. Um, I was actually yelled at by my practitioner at the time. Um, she held my knees and I said, I know I have Lyme disease or something. And this was before I even knew, like way before I just thought this could potentially be it. And she yelled at me and said, you do not have Lyme disease. You know, we did the ELISA test. There's no way. Well, then when I met Dr. George, um, I found out there were other tests you could do, such as the Western blot or the Igenix test. Um, Igenix is a very expensive test. It was created by one of the um, guys who like is the best at treating Lyme disease. I forget his name, oh, I forgot his name. He's a great, great doctor, a great naturopath. Um, but so he created this new test um, that you could do with blood testing to find the Lyme in the blood. And it was originally $1,600 test. So when Dr. George told me about the Western blot and the Igenix test, I decided to do both. And so I did the Western blot, which was less expensive. And then I did the Igenix. And when I did the Igenix test, I got a call from the company saying that they can run it for co-infections as well and see if there's any other bacteria that the tick put in my body besides just the Lyme. And I said, yes. So when we got the bill, it, you know, it was $2,400 instead of $1,600, but it was worth it because they had found five other bacterias on top of the Lyme disease that the tick transmitted. And so that's what a lot of people don't know, that it's not just Lyme disease that these ticks are transmitting. Like they can transmit so many bacterias and illnesses that, you know, one of the diseases that I had, I think it was rickettsia, rickettsia, 30% um, of people die from it. And so these can be really, you know, life-threatening diseases. And so we should be really careful when we're out and about and we're camping and we're doing stuff. We should wear tick spray. We should check for ticks. If you get bit by a tick, you need antibiotics within the first 72 hours and the scary thing is, is we've had a lot of people I know personally that have been bit by a tick, got the bullseye rash, went to the emergency room or their office and their general office, and they won't give them antibiotics. 
they say, no, Lyme doesn't exist in this area. We're not going to give you antibiotics. And so that's scary because it, it's, it, it's real whether they want to admit it or not. And if you give them antibiotics, you could prevent serious health issues. I mean, one of my friends, she's a two-year-old little girl who's dealing with Lyme disease because she wasn't given antibiotics within 72 hours. And it's like, that's just not right. That's not okay for our area. So I think that it's good to be empowered with education and knowledge. And you're like you said before, you have to be your own advocate. No one's going to go out there and do it for you. You have to be the one to put yourself first and, and know, you know your body. So. Right. Wow. Thank you for that information. That's huge. Like, yeah, you need to know that. Uh, is there anything else that you can think of that you want to share with people that we haven't talked about? Um, I, I just, I would like to say like, even though I went through a lot and it seems crazy, it did feel crazy during the time. It's amazing how our bodies can bounce back. And when it's given the right nutrients and the right amount of sleep and love um, and time that it's needed for our own bodies, we take care of ourselves, we can do a tremendous amount of healing. We don't have to rely on some magic pill. We don't have to rely on the doctors to heal us. We can heal ourselves through natural medicine and through just taking care of ourselves and putting ourselves first. So all you moms out there and hardworking ladies, um, put yourself first. And also don't ignore your symptoms. For years, I blew off my symptoms. And what was crazy, on my Lyme disease testing, I had chronic and I had acute Lyme. So I potentially could have been bit twice because I had markers of chronic and acute Lyme in my blood. And so the CDC contacted me, you know, I'm the first case, blah, 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 in this area for, for um, acute Lyme disease. But then I also had chronic. And so I remember I was bit by ticks the time when I was a kid. So I could have had it a long time ago. And my immune system was, you know, doing okay with it. And I was just having small symptoms. And then once I had the mold and the tick bite with the other bacteria, with the other genetic issues, blah, 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 then it all just shut my body down, right? So listen to your body. You know your symptoms. You're not crazy. And be your own advocate. Yeah. Go be healthy. Go be happy. Awesome. Awesome advice. <laughs> well, another thing I'd add to that is to make sure you take yourself out of the environment or stop doing the yeah. behaviors that are contributing to the disease. So obviously you can't necessarily, uh, once you have a tick bite, you get the help, right? But yeah, uh, mold issues, like you were saying, you had to move out of your house and remove yourself from what was causing a lot of this toxicity. And, and we have to, even with like gut health issues, we have to remove from our diets and our lives the things that are causing gut health to be so poor. And yep. then on top of that, add in all the good stuff, right? Cause you can't just add in all this good stuff while we're in a dirty so, body, right? It yes. <laughs> no. And then you can't backslide either, which I know is really hard, but like you really can't, you got to keep pushing forward. And even if you do backslide a tiny bit, don't just go off the bandwagon, like just keep pushing forward. Um, I definitely would say that, um, this experience has shown me we can do a lot more than we think. And so just keep pushing forward. Like don't definitely, if you're going to, if you're going to do it, do it all the way and commit to yourself and make yourself a priority. And it's really hard and you're going to need um, people in your circle to build you up and to encourage you. Um, that's something else I would say is just be around people that are going to encourage you and going to help you because I had a lot of naysayers. And it was hard because people thought, oh, you're just crazy. You know, you don't have all these illnesses. And I just had to realize it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Like as long as I'm healthy at the end of the day and I did everything I could to take care of myself, that's all that matters. Absolutely. And then I also think um, 
not letting your diseases define you. So I really try to not go around and say like, hi, I'm Lindsay. I have Lyme disease. Like I, I just don't let that define me because I really feel like it'll make you more sick. Like I decided long ago when I was, when I, I remember lying on my bathroom floor in so much pain, I was so sick one day and I just, I really thought I was having really bad heart palpitations that day. I was sweating. I wouldn't, I couldn't stop having diarrhea. I was just, I was so sick that day. And I remember just being like, what do I do? And God was like, just keep thinking about being healthy. Like, don't think about, oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. Think about being healthy and what that's going to feel like and what that's going to be like. And that's your goal. And so that really helped me a lot, changing my mindset to realize like, we don't need to focus on the bad and the negative. Let's focus on the good and what will come. So Right. Focus on the result you want. And exactly. That- and what thoughts are necessary to get those results because yeah power of the mind power of the mind yeah we have to have good thoughts in order to get the good results we want and so it all starts with having that belief and that yep. it's going to happen and it really helps to have your cheerleaders behind you and a doctor that really knows what they're doing yes um, so. i was very blessed i feel like god took me under his wing immediately i had only had you know the acute lyme disease for a month i have met people who've had it for 8 years and are in a wheelchair. So I am very, very blessed. And that's why I tell you, please don't ignore your symptoms. <laughs> right. Yeah. When we, yeah, that's so true. Um, get the help you need right away. And if you're not finding the help from that particular provider, keep searching, keep searching and keep searching. Yes. And it's not personal. You're just trying to do the best for yourself. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we are on the top of the hour because we could talk forever. About- I know. I know. I hope I, I hope I answered some of your questions and I hope I helped anybody out there. So, well, oh, oh yeah. And with the coronavirus, I'm definitely up on my vitamin D and I'm up on everything. But I have to say, I do have the mindset. Like if I get it, I get it. Let's pray we don't. Right. <laughs> right. And to be uh, mindful of the quarantines that they're telling us mm-hmm. and to stay close to the family a unit right yep. now um, to take this time to be tight with our families because yes. oftentimes we're running around like busy, crazy people, right? Yeah. But now it's, it's a good time to go inward and to really discover each other again. Yes. <laughs> Play games, hang out, relax. Yeah. This, yep. this two week quarantine is not the end of the world. I know it's going to be a longer quarantine if we don't mind what the exactly what they're saying so just be safe out there everybody and yep Lindsay, we thank you so much for your time today and uh lindsay before we go how can people find you on instagram and facebook okay so my um facebook is just Lindsay dawkins and um you can just i think anybody can add me i changed that a while ago where people can add me and then my instagram is likely Lindsay d and um you could just add me on there. I don't think I have to approve it. <laughs> but yeah, and you can reach out. You can message me through um, Facebook Messenger or through Instagram Messenger. I love helping people and just giving them um, my experience of what I went through. Like I could literally talk for days. Someday I'm going to have to write a book of all the treatments and everything that I did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But feel free to reach out for sure. Yeah, and this is a good place for people to really start asking those questions that you might be able to just answer right here for them, for everyone to see, because the question they might have would probably Mm -hmm. pertain to someone else. So uh, go follow Lindsay. Lindsay is spelled with an E-Y, right? Yes, Mm L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. And then Dawkins, D-O-C-K-I-N-S? Correct. Yes. 
(laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Jolene. I love talking with you. Yeah, you have an awesome day. (laughs) You too. Talk soon. Bye, everybody.